live right now. Hey, we're live. Everybody got me? Live. Let's go, baby. Every man do their job. 111. 12 caliber defense. Let's go. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Hey, everybody, and welcome to week 13 of the Sean McDermott Show presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorney. Sean, we've got to do things a little differently this week for the show, so thanks for joining us from your house. And by the way, how do you like working from home? <laughs> That's a loaded question, I think, Steve. Right. <laughs> uh, there's some good to it, and there's some challenges, as we both know, um, and as I think most people would agree. Um, I got my kids here trying to do remote uh, school, and and I'm here, we're all on the Wi-Fi at the same time, so that's been a challenge, uh, to say the least. But at the end of the day, we're going to find a way to get it done. Yeah, well, your team jumped out to 8-3 and three record with a win against the Chargers this last week. He improved 4-0 as a head coach coming off your bye, bye week as a head coach. How did you get your team back on track after a week off? Well, I think, you know, it starts with them having the right habits in the off week there. You know, they set themselves up for success. They came back ready to go and, and ready to uh, have a good week of practice. The staff did a great job shaping game plans that aren't too big. Sometimes when you have that extra time as coaches, we find a way to, to lose the game before it's even played with, uh, with game plans that aren't the right size. So I thought they, did, they all did a great job. Well, you got peppered with questions over the bye week about what you were going to do. And you said, you, you know, you admitted that you're going to look at your heart, at your offensive run game and your defense. You're gonna, both going to be points of emphasis during your bye week. Well, let's start with your offense. You ran, came out against the Chargers, ran the ball 30 times for a buck 72. You averaged almost six yards a carry. You know, is the running game fixed? And what was the key to making it come out and have a day like that? Uh, yeah, you know, I think, I think it's improved. I don't know that it's fixed. And it's, it's, it's an ongoing deal. It's an every week uh, and every play mindset, right? If you want to control the line of scrimmage, you can't just do it one game or you can't just do it one play. So uh, that's an ongoing mindset and attitude. And, and uh, we'll see how that plays out moving forward for us. Yeah, and on the other side of the ball, you guys held the Chargers just 76 yards on the ground. The, uh, the, 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 the average is 3.17 yards per carry. It's the lowest your defense has allowed uh, all year. What adjustments did you make to your run defense? And, and what do you think is the biggest factor in its improvement? Well, it always starts up front. You know, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I, f I firmly believe that. And it's hard to play good defense if you don't have it up front. And, and our, our defensive line played their tails off. They played gap sound and played with great hand violence at the point of attack. And, and at the second and third level, I would say the same. It takes all 11 to, to defend the run. And uh, outside of two runs in particular that were really just poor execution on our part, uh, we did a good job and, and uh, we're pretty salty in the run game. Good to see. Big part of your run defense was A.J. Klein. He had another huge game and led the team with 14 tackles and a, a sack and a half. He had three tackles for loss. How big an impact has he been and how big of a relief it has been has he been in the absence of Matt Milano? Yeah, huge. And, and, and not surprised. I mean, AJ, it just took him some time to get his feet back underneath him in the new surroundings and into a good rhythm. And that's where he is. He's in a good rhythm. He's playing good ball and he puts a lot of time in. He's extremely smart. And he, and I think he helps us overall out there in terms of, uh, in terms of the communication as well. 
Yeah, well, in the fourth quarter, your offense began to turn the ball over, but your defense kept bailing them out. And when it was a seven-point game, you got a huge interception from Trey White, and that's really the second time he's had an interception in the fourth quarter this season. How much confidence you got in Trey, your other leaders, to step up in big moments like that? Yeah, great to see. And, and, uh, I, and I think our, de our defense in particular, to your point, is developing that mindset of after sudden change situations, they're just really focused on, on getting the stop they need to, to get to, to do their part in the game. And they're a mentally tough group, and I love how that's growing uh, as we've been through the season now. Josh had a couple of the turnovers you guys suffered, and he also had a passing touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown. Um, and he also got his leg twisted up, had to miss a play with an injury, battled through that, led you guys to victory. What do you think of Josh and how he's, how he's doing coming down the stretch? Yeah, he's, uh, he continues to, to impress and, and do some really good things in his third year here. And I've uh, just been very happy with him. There's certainly plays he wants back. And all of this continues to add to his resume in terms of uh, things he can, he can do again and, and things that he's done well and things that he, that he wants to improve on. And I think he's only going to get better. He's extremely smart, extremely tough, works his tail off. And, and uh, you know, I think, again, how we continue to play complimentary will be a big piece to, to how we do as an overall football team. Coach, Cole Beasley had his first touchdown pass of his career, and he threw it to Gabe Davis. And a lot of fans talk about the players in this situation. I wanted to talk to you about Brian Dable. He's dialed all these plays up. His play selection has been great. He's gotten kudos from fans and football people alike for how he's handled Josh Allen and this offense. Talk about his evolution as a, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any – any substitute for experience and whatever, whatever role you're in, if you're, and if you're worth your, your salt, you, you get better every year because, because you take it seriously, you're passionate about it and, and you continue to learn and grow. And, and that's true for all of us, Brian, in this case. And so he's added to our staff in a lot of ways. I've learned some things from him and, and uh, it's a good kind of staff harmony where we can iron can sharpen iron, as they say. And, and uh, I think he's off to a good start and he's got a good staff that that's helping him out there. And so it's, it's been fun to watch. Well, you got four primetime games in a row coming up. You got the Niners on this Monday night, the Steelers on Sunday night the following week. Then you got a Saturday game at four o'clock against Denver. Then you've got a Monday night game again against the Patriots. I mean, how is it with these these primetime games and the, and the unusual time slots? Different mindset for your team, or what will you change over the next four weeks because you're playing on in front of the big stage? Yeah, I mean, I think it's two things. Hey, I'm going to handle uh, with my staff, with the sports science, and and staying in great communication with them, and, and our strength and conditioning coaches and our trainers. I'm going to handle that piece of it, so our players and staff don't have to worry about it. And then it's just. Hey, let's let's just go out and play. You know, we're at the point in the season now where we know what the schedule is. We know when we're playing. Not one week is going to be the same, basically, as we come up here. So we just that's, – that's what we're scheduled to do. That's where we play. That's how we do it. And so I know that's how your teams did it back in the day, and, and uh, that's, that's the same mentality we're trying to embrace. Coach, thanks for that. We'll catch up with you later in the show to get your final thoughts on your upcoming matchup with the 49ers. Chopping Wood is presented by St. Bonaventure University, the official education provider of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome back to the Sean McDermott Show. It's time to break down the film in another edition of Chopping Wood with our good friend Eric Wood. Eric, Sean McDermott said he wanted to fix the run game during the bye week, and they came out and ran for 172 yards against the Chargers. What adjustments did you see from the Bills that led to their success on the ground? I really like the way they mixed up looks throughout the game and what they were giving the Chargers. Um, they used Zach Moss, they used Devin Singletary, and when they needed to, they got back to some Josh Allen runs, which may be a sign 
that he's fully healthy again. And and I also like that early on when the pass rush was getting home to Josh Allen, they switched and, and worked in a bunch more screens and draws. Well, let's start by looking at how the Bills used Devin Singletary, who had over 100 scrimmage yards. The screen game is an extension of the run game, as you know, so let's take a look at his 14-yard screen pass from the Bills' second touchdown drive of the game. Screens can be a great way to neutralize a pass rush, and here the Chargers bring a blitz, and the Bills have another timely screen called. We've seen them a bunch this year on third downs to wide receivers. This time they get one to Devin Singletary. He does a great job getting behind his blockers. These athletic offensive linemen can get down the field and get blocks, and this one is executed perfectly. And then two plays later, they ran a draw that went for 21 yards. Yeah, so in this play, Deion Dawkins does a great job of using the defensive end who's in a pass rush mode to use his momentum against him. The rest of the line does a great job. Devin Singletary is phenomenal in space. He always has been. And these draw plays moving forward could be a great asset for this offense. And I got to give a shout out to my boy Deion Dawkins. Actually makes two blocks on that play. That's right. So they got Devin Singletary going. And then they also got some designed runs with Josh Allen. Uh, so here's an 11-yard run on a draw from the field goal drive right before the half. We saw these a bunch early in the season. Josh hurt his shoulder, and we didn't see them for a while. And now we're seeing more of these designed quarterback runs for Josh Allen, especially in the red zone when the safeties can play down lower because the back of the field obviously isn't that far. You add another blocker with the running back, and these QB draws can be extremely effective. And then the Bills come out in the second half, march down the field and get into a second and goal situation from the three and decide to run read option here. The Bills have shown so many different looks and so many different ways to score in the red zone this year, which is a great sign from their offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball. And here they run a simple read option. These plays can be extremely effective. Quarterbacks often like to keep these uh, in these situations and get the ball in the end zone themselves. But on the outside, you have a great block at receiver by Stephon Diggs, who comes in and gets just enough. And then Josh Allen uses athleticism to beat the Chargers defense to the pylon. Jumping ahead here to the fourth quarter, the Bills get the ball back after the Trey White pick, and they hand it off to Zach Moss, who rips off a 31-yarder. Yeah, the Bills go with a tight, condensed formation here, just so that there's going to be no free hitters. There's going to be no one that can get penetration. They use two double teams at the point of attack to move guys off the line of scrimmage, and Zach Moss does a great job of finding the hole and then exploding once he does, making a play up the field, and just a shame that this little ticky-tack penalty got called at the end. Yeah, I, I, I did not like that either. <laughs> they got a penalty on that one for a celebration. And on the next play, Singletary broke off another long one to set up the game-clinching field goal. This one goes for 24 yards. Yeah, so this is a pin-and-pull scheme. So what that means is the front side blockers, Deion Dawkins and Lee Smith, are going to try and pin their guys, and then Feliciano and Morse are going to pull around and get out in front. We saw these plays a bunch last year, and the Bills were extremely effective using it. Here, Mitch Morris and John Feliciano show off their athleticism. Feliciano has a great block on Joey Bosa. Mitch Morris helps secure it, gets to the second level, gets a block. That's excellent execution in a situation where the Chargers assume you're running the football anyways. It was great to see the Bills get that run game going, their best rushing performance of the season. They're going to need it for the playoff push here in December. Thanks for all the insight, Eric. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris.
Maddie Glab here with this week's game preview. The 8-3 Buffalo Bills are heading west to take on the 5-6 San Francisco 49ers. The game won't be played at Levi Stadium due to Santa Clara County COVID restrictions. So the Bills will head back to State Farm Stadium for their second straight road trip, making it the second year in a row where they have played multiple away games in the same stadium. The 49ers have been hit hard with the injury bug, but that hasn't completely shut them down. Their offense ranks 14th overall, averaging about 363 yards per game. Receivers Debo Samuel and rookie Brandon Ayuk have combined for 62 receptions and 764 receiving yards. The Buffalo Bills are searching for their first Monday night football win in this century. The last time the Bills won a Monday night football game was in 1999. The Bills offense ranks 10th averaging 27.2 points per game. They have the second best third down conversion rate at 49.6%. Quarterback Josh Allen is averaging 275 passing yards a game, good for eighth in the NFL. The Bills defense ranks 21st, allowing 373 yards per game. Since week seven, the Bills defense has combined for 29 sacks and takeaways, which is second most in the NFL. The Bills split even with the 49ers at 6-6. Six and six. That's this week's game preview. Steve, back to you. Thanks, as always, Maddie. Coach, the NFL took preventative measures during the early parts of the week to close down all the facilities Monday and Tuesday, except for the teams that were playing on Monday and Tuesday. Now they move your game to Arizona. How's that impact your preparation process? Does having the game in Arizona give any, any chance to maybe erase those memories from the Hale Murray that doomed you last time you were in that stadium? <laughs> You're funny, Steve. No, listen, we're, we're, we're going to play a game. At the end of the day, it's a home game for San Francisco. It's an away game for the Buffalo Bills, and, and we're going to go play a game. And uh, we're excited about it and looking forward to our week of practice. Yeah, you've got the 49ers. They've battled injuries all year, but still they managed to beat the Rams with Nick Mullins at quarterback. What have you seen from the 49ers and how they've overcome their obstacles and their injuries? Yeah, you know, similar to a lot of the teams out there, you know, they've had a number of injuries. We've had a number of injuries, and and uh, you play the guys that, you, that are available. And uh, I think Kyle Shanahan does – as good a job as anyone in the NFL. He's a great coach. This team is uh, fresh off of the Super Bowl appearance last year, and, and uh, we're within a whisker of winning the game and being world champions. So he's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, this is going to be your second game as head coach on Monday Night Football. Does that hold any special meaning for you? You know, I'm always honored that anytime I can go out there and, and, and uh, you know, coach in this league, and in particular as a head coach, and lead a group of men and women out on the field. But outside of that, I'm, I really want to be focused on our quality of play and my quality of coaching and, and uh, you know, us improving as we continue to go here. Thanks for all this, Coach, and good luck this week against San Francisco. We're going to be back next week to recap your game against the 49ers and preview your Week 14 matchup against the Steelers. Thanks for spending some time with us, and thank you, everybody at home, for watching. And this has been the Sean McDermott Show presented by Connors and Ferris. And as always, go Bills. Final Thoughts is presented by your local Toyota dealers. The Sean McDermott Show is presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. By Independent Health, you deserve the red shirt treatment. And by your local Toyota dealers.